what, what should everybody here do on ChatGPT? They should absolutely go home. First of all, you're gonna be blown away. Like you're, you, this is like the first thing I've seen in so long that I'm like, oh my God. So first you just need to see it. So I'm so glad this will be the time you first. And, but next, I think you're gonna write a lot of LinkedIn posts with it. You know, for someone like me who doesn't have the time, patience, or capability to write a LinkedIn post, it's not now just about the ideas. Check this out. ChatGPT, write an article comparing the current state of interest rates to, 19, to 2008, to 1979, and to 1954. Enter. Then you get a whole bunch, then you go in and edit and add a couple of sentences making it yours, and then you've got a LinkedIn post in three minutes, which means you can make 10 of them, brother. <laughs> awesome, let's keep it going. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Very happy. Here we go. We're gonna go first right here. Stand up. What's your name, my friend? Hey, I'm George Hassett. George, I'm a pleasure. Owner in, in Florida, and I recently went all in on social media in May of 2023, doing two to three. May of 2022. You're not from the Sorry. future, yes. right? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's fucking amazing. Nervous with you here. No worries, brother. So, anyways, 20, May 2023. Yep. Uh, posting consistently five days a week. On what platforms, brother? Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Amazing, go ahead. So keeping that up, yep. some business, gotten some posts that kind of, you know, gotten out there, gotten about 2,000, 3,000, yep. 5,000 plays. Love. Some with 100. Yep. Um, any advice? I'm, I mean, I'm all in, I'm sticking with it, I know it's the future. When you what say some business, how does it feel? Like, like two leads, one lead, zero leads, what's some business mean? I would say probably about six leads. Okay. Two of them were tangible enough to close. Good. So do you feel like that money so far since May is makes your behavior on it ROI positive? Not about the money ROI, time ROI. I'm on no shit. Yeah. I mean, do you believe that the money that you've made so far justifies the time that you've put into it since no, May? No. Why? How much time do you put into posting every day? Well, it's more the thought behind what I'm posting about. I don't like to uh, do the silly, stupid shit that everybody's trending with. You know? Right, agreed. So I, I really try to give good information, useful information to originate. And so, and so you're struggling with getting that out of your head onto video? Nope. So how much time are you putting in? Not very much in the grand scheme of time. So you know, probably about 30, 45 minutes a day. Cool. Keep going. <laughs> Any more advice? No, <laughs> because, because it's mentality. You, you decided like you're putting in a lot of time. Then we're sitting for three minutes and we're like crap, it's only 30 minutes, right? I would argue that can get down to eight minutes once you stop thinking about everything. Don't worry about the lighting, don't worry about that, like just talk. Yeah, comfortable in my own skin. Just anything I could do to have more results quicker or it's just about to be Quicker is the killer of life. Right? The second that word was put in that sentence, it speaks to the vulnerability. I did hundreds of videos for multiple years before anybody watched my wine show. Hundreds for multiple years before anybody watched. I didn't have the luck of TikTok going viral 2000. I had YouTube where people didn't even go to YouTube yet and we used to embed, do you remember this? You know everyone in my age group where we used to get the videos on YouTube but nobody went to YouTube so you embedded the video on your blog and I needed people to go to winelibrary.com slash TV to watch the video and leave comments in my WordPress plugin. <laughs> no, this is like, you're in good shape, brother. I think what you wanna do is collaborate with others, maybe do stitches, duets, right? 
You see other people making mortgage content, maybe you comment on that. Do you, do you see this whole green screen movement? Have you seen my content where I'm in the video and there's a headline? I think that for your industry is a monster. If I'm everyone in this room, I set Google alerts to every term in the mortgage industry, see what news comes in, even put like mortgage rates, Orlando, Florida, enter, like as a Google alerts. Uh, if you don't know what that is, just Google, Google alerts. They'll show you how to, <laughs> I know it's funny, but it's true. And so now you're getting something with an, you know, an article that comes in, you have a thought on what that means. Cause look, me, and a lot of people that are not in this industry, we can be smart, but we don't know every nuance that you know. That's why we need you. So you making a green screen video over the, does everybody know what a, these, these, have you seen these videos where like there's the article and the person's talking? You do a good job of making your size. Yep, you, exactly. Because when you're doing it, you can move yourself around and you right. think about creative strategy. I think that would crush in this industry. So I think you have to make different types of content and more, but you're not allocating a lot of time, 30 minutes. I mean. Yeah. Cool. Next? Who, where's the runner? Over the, yep, there we go, my man. How are you? Great, sir. Thank you. What's your name? Uh, Jason Sharon out of Jason. Charleston. Pleasure, sir. Uh, I follow your stuff closely, watch everything I do. I found three videos where you kind of flirt at or talk about maybe getting in the orange industry. Yes. If you make that decision, can I be your first guy in the interview? Yes. <laughs> you got it better. <laughs> And, and I'll tell you why. It goes back to the comment I made about Zillow or in the restaurant industry. I did it in the restaurant industry. I saw what Open Table was doing. Open Table, how many people here have used Open Table? Beautiful. Open Table moved first on Google. They just bought the names of every restaurant on Google. People search restaurants on Google. They showed up first and you're like, oh, this is the thing that I sign up for. And then they sold it back to people. My friends, I want you to make content because I don't want you to pay the referral fees of the future. You think Zillow and Google are bad? Wait till you see artificial intelligence. They're gonna charge you up to the cent on the referral because they'll have the math. They'll be like, how much does he make on this? 3,000 bucks? Good. The referral's 2,900 bucks. Enjoy that shit. This is important. I'm not up here, ha, 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 let's fucking dance on TikTok. I'm up here like this is brand and sales and business. And if you lallygag, you will continue to lose market share. It will happen. And I spoke at an event just like this, just like this, many, many years ago, of the limo and taxi ownership society. And I said, this Uber thing is not a joke, and they laughed at me. They said, nobody's gonna do that. It's too expensive. Do you understand what kind of connections we have with local politicians? You don't get it. And I said, you don't get it. Technology is undefeated. Technology is undefeated. So please, let's, let's stay on this and get serious. And it's about mindset. I so appreciate that you're doing it. You're way ahead. But it's funny when you talk through it, it's like 30 minutes a day, right? You're watching YouTube videos for an hour a day. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you know, I'm not saying you are, but you know what I mean? It's not a lot of time. So let's keep it going. Who do we got? It's right. Thank you. Thank you, Harry. Hey, good. Um, so now that everybody's attention span is a lot shorter, yes. short form content, vertical content is, I guess, the easiest route to go. How do you feel about YouTube content and the longer form? I feel very good about it. Mr. Beast is gonna be a trillionaire. Yes. It's the same way, the way I think about short form and long form where Mr. Beast is gonna be a trillionaire is the way I think about a basketball. You know what a basketball is? Of course. Great. What's the ROI of a basketball for you? How much money have you made because of the invention of the basketball? 
Me, I'm negative because I've had two knee surgeries already, right? But LeBron is gonna make billions because of it. The piano, zero for me, quite a bit for Billy Joel and Elton John. That's how this all is. When people are like, social doesn't work for our industry or for me. Yes, it does. It doesn't work for you. You suck at it. <laughs> so long form, short form, they both work. Some people are really good at like one-liners and they're comedy writers and they've got improv DNA and they crush in short. Other people are just like, you know, they got real substance at a 20 minute pod. I mean, everybody here should do a 20 minute podcast interviewing every local business in their town. That's all you should do. Just do a podcast, inter- just interviewing every local business in town so that everybody locally listens to this podcast because it's all the businesses in town and then you're the host. They become aware of who you are and you get everybody's mortgage business. That's long form. Then you can chop up that long form into three or four pieces of short form. There's strategy here. But I gotta get everybody here just going to dig under the hood to put in the work. I gotta get you, your appetites up to like this is real. That's what, I can't get this all accomplished in this hour. I need to get you curious and focused. This is not hard. Start a local podcast. Where are you from, brother? Miami. Great, start a SMB Miami, small businesses in Miami. And just one great thing about how do I make content, you message any small business owner in Miami to be on a podcast, the answer is yes before you say send. People got egos out there, my man. Right? Me on a podcast? Hell yeah. Now you've got it. Now they're posting it on their pages and you're getting awareness. Now you're looking at the 25 minute video and you're taking two 30 second clips out and that's your post for social when you're running out of ideas. Thanks. Got it, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cosign the IG. What's your name, my friend? Uh, my name is Joe from Orlando, Florida. Nice to meet you, Joe. Um, we started messing with Instagram and short reels and everything. Yes. And we heard a timeline, make sure that the design of the timeline also matters, not just the content itself in the video. You mean, but, you mean the way your grid looks? When yes, pe- the is way that what? Your grid looks, yes. I, I, I have a very passionate disagreement with that. I know that people like a certain aesthetic, especially in fashion and beauty and high end brands. But I, I mean, you can go look at my Gary VEE account right now. My stuff is all over the place because it's maximized for when it's in people's feed to get interested, more so than when they land on the page if they're making a decision to do business with me and we feel like we have pretty strong data that confirms that. What about concerning when you can choose the highlights to send the clients to a particular direction? Yeah, I mean, those... Uh, yep, those, it's a nice little tactic, as some of you know who live in Instagram on pages, there's that little section with the little circles across the board that says highlights, but the click-throughs on those are so small in comparison to getting your content right post by post. So it's a nice to have, it's not, it's not something I would say is not something you shouldn't be doing, but I, I, I can tell you, for example, for me who spends 15 hours a day thinking about this every day, I, I haven't spent a minute thinking about highlights in the last six months. Okay, just to finish it up and follow up, concerning IG, because sometimes going to multiple platforms confuses the heck out of everyone. No, it doesn't. At least to me, it does. Well, that's you. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't confuse you. It's, that's a statement for the people who don't want to put in the work. Right, like nobody, you're not confused when you go see Nike on TikTok and then you see Nike on Twitter. You're not confused. That's just subconscious bias of you don't want to be on seven platforms. Gotcha. So 
Twitter's that direction. Do you think that the content on Instagram should be different than goes on TikTok? I, I know that they would be different because it's more business here, but do you have an advice concerning the I, I do think the context of the, what I, if I gave this talk this morning to the auto society, it'd be slightly different. Right, like you can, you've heard words I've said today that made it contextual to your industry, the housing market, right? So, but it would still be the general thesis. That's how I think about different social platforms. When you know TikTok's a little bit more fun and free, you could be a little more loose. Maybe you're not wearing your suit. Maybe that's where the bowling video goes. At first, at this level, where you don't have huge teams, and, you'll, and even 30, I, I don't laugh at 30 minutes. It is still work, you know? I, I don't mind when people post the same video every place. The one thing I always ask them is, please change all of the copy. A LinkedIn post with a video, you're gonna say different sentences than maybe something on Instagram or YouTube or TikTok. But if you, once you get addicted to the growth of your business through this model, you will make the content contextual to the platform. And there's nuances. And again, what's cool is I talk, there's all my social handles. It's Gary VE everywhere. You can go right now to my TikTok and Instagram and see I have the same video, but you can see that I post-edited it differently and have different copy. Cheers, my friend. Next. Hi, ma'am. Hi. Hi, thanks so much. What's your name? Oh, sorry. You're good, go ahead. I love her. She's amazing. Uh, my name is Gay. I'm a loan officer out of Colorado Springs. And I am thinking about, like, so I just learned about ChatGPT, yes. all this AI. Yes. And I, my question for you is, I know you're a visionary. I know you're probably much more well aware of the capabilities of that than most of us. Like, we're talking about, you know, Facebook right now or LinkedIn, which yep. is very old technology. Yes. So talk to me about ChatGPT and things like that, and like, what are the forward-thinking things that we should be thinking about now to be in that space in the future? Couple things. Yeah, one, one thing. First, I appreciate the whole, the visionary thing. I always think that I'm just practical, but I'm just not excited about yesterday. When people are like, you're seeing around corners, you're a visionary, you're, I'm like, no I'm not. The world is addicted with yesterday. And I'm passionate about today. I'm scared about tomorrow because you can guess wrong. I just live in today. Everything we talked about so far is not something that's coming. It's something that's happening right this second while we're sitting here. As far as ChatGPT, it's here. You know, there's videos of me six years ago on panels about AI, I'm like, I can't wait, but I gotta see the one. Well, guess what? ChatGPT, that's what everybody should write down in Google just to see it. Like, remember, this is like, it's 1999 and I'm saying everyone go check out Google and 90% of the audience, I was doing it back then at Chamber of Commerce in New Jersey, you know, with 12 people, but 11 of the 12 didn't go look at Google. And for every one of those real estate agents, mortgage brokers, you know, tire resellers, they all could have picked up market share on Google if they did. Chat GPT, I'll give you an example. You know how everyone here is like, man, I don't know what I'm gonna write on LinkedIn. I did that like you, It blew you away, right? I literally, I don't know if you, there's no way the cameras are good enough to zoom in, but maybe people in the front row can say it. I literally have goosebumps right now because this is insane. You can go to ChatGPT and say, write an article about the current state of the mortgage market in Colorado Springs, in the voice of Mike Tyson. I'm not kidding, I'm not kidding with this, it's true. Um, with, with a flare of flavor from the book of Lord of the Flies. Enter, and you will watch artificial intelligence write a four, I mean, 
If you go to type in to Google, for how many people here have not heard about ChatGPT yet? Because it's very new. Just raise your hand. It's okay. Be humble about it. When you, when you leave here in break and you type in ChatGPT into Google, ironically, most of the articles are how all the school boards in America right now are banning it. Because these kids are writing papers in a second. ChatGPT, what do I think? I think for a lot of people here who are gonna struggle with what do I, you know, time. So it's a mitzvah for me, it's a blessing for me. I have terrible grammar. Like the reason I blew out on video was I can't, I can't write. I mean the, the biggest joke of all time is I'm a five time New York Times bestseller. The way I do my books is audio. I'm writing a follow up to one of my biggest books, Jab, 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 Right Hook, coming out later this year. Profound concept, Jab, 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 Left Hook. <laughs> and it's ironic based on a talk. I wrote that 10 years ago and it was like, hey, it's time to understand content. That book was just a bunch of examples of posts on Facebook and Twitter and things and it helped so many, I mean, it's really, really, uh, that's why I love doing this. Uh, By the way, back to the opening line of this, I can't wait to get two of you to email me in three years saying this was the talk that doubled your business during this time because that's what happens if you actually do the right thing. It's just the way it is. Anyway, what what should everybody here do on ChatGPT? They should absolutely go home. First of all, you're gonna be blown away. Like, this is like the first thing I've seen in so long that I'm like, Oh my God. So first you just need to see it, so I'm so glad this will be the time you first, and, but next, I think you're gonna write a lot of LinkedIn posts with it. You know, for someone like me who doesn't have the time, patience, or capability to write a LinkedIn post, it's not now just about the ideas. Check this out, ChatGPT, write an article comparing the current state of interest rates to, 19, to 2008, to 1979, and to 1954, enter. Then you get a whole bunch, then you go in and edit and add a couple of sentences making it yours and then you've got a LinkedIn post in three minutes which means you can make 10 of them, brother. <laughs> awesome, let's keep it going. Hey David. Hey brother. Gordon from Arizona. The half retired dude. Yeah, yep. I'll be there in a couple of years. Respect brother. All right, so the question is uh, the, the names on all these platforms. Yes. Do you have them business names? Do you use personal names? I I do think personal name, Gordon, is if you're no different than the parenting thing, if you're willing to go there, personal name is amazing because look what will happen with you. You'll do this for six years professionally with your personal name and then you're gonna have a whole other chapter of your life and you may want to use social to meet people in your new area, to put out other content. You might start a, a kind of side hustle half business when you're done with this because, you know, the great dream of retirement for people that have you know, certain DNA lasts about six months, right? It's great on paper and you think you're gonna do all these things and then it's Tuesday, April 9th, four months in, you're like, why, I'm bored. I gotta do something else. And now you're in a financial position, in a life position maybe to do it around fly fishing or bowling or rock climbing or cooking. And by having it still be your name, you've got a platform, you don't have to start over. It doesn't go from mortgage man to like cow tipping man. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that's why we go with me. You got it, brother. Hi. Hi, my name is Heather from Arizona as well. Pleasure. And thank you. Thank Um, you, Heather. What do you think of Be Real? And is it a platform for our industry and adults? It's definitely a platform for adults, back to the whole like, you know, people were too slow on TikTok because they thought it was teenage girls. I don't think it's a platform that is important for this room yet and I don't think it will be if I'm right, but I'm guessing. 
the reason I don't put out a lot of content on Be Real is I'm still watching to decide. What happened to Be Real is what I thought would happen, which was it was such a singular platform where you take a photo and it shows both sides of the camera. Anybody who has teenagers in their lives knows this platform for the other 60%. We have, they have no idea what we're talking about, but it was a social network that you take a photo, it shows what you took a photo of, but it shows you while you're taking a photo. It took advantage of both cameras. I thought it was a feature more than a whole platform. And sure enough, TikTok and Instagram, and they all copied it and kind of killed its momentum. So it could, it could innovate. They could come out with a new feature that keeps building on it. But for now, I don't see that being as a meaningful platform. They're also on Visco. Yeah, Visco is just like because they know that you're looking at their Instagram and so Visco's where their more risque photos are, you know? And so also not a platform I think is overly important to this room. If I could just get this room to post four times a day, one on LinkedIn, one on YouTube Shorts, because YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world after Google, and Shorts there do very well for search. So if somebody's that, I mean the amount of people that search for mortgage information on YouTube is profound, so your short could show up. If I could just get this room to post one LinkedIn a day, one YouTube Short, one Instagram, one TikTok, and reply to three people on Twitter, when they search the term mortgage and they answer people's questions in the, in the ethos, that would be a huge, remarkable accomplishment, so I'll focus on that for now. Say that again. <laughs> YouTube Shorts, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, one a day on all those platforms, Facebook, excuse me, that's a fifth, Facebook fan page, and then reply to three people on Twitter from your Twitter account by going to Twitter, searching the term mortgage, mortgage rates, interest rate, you know, you know the terms of your business, you know the things that people are asking. Search those things, hit enter, see people, I know what people think, they're like, well I'm in Arizona and it looks like this account's in, you know, Philadelphia, but just keep building brand, keep building referral opportunities, just keep building, reply to people, this is how I built my Twitter. When I was not known by anyone, I went to Twitter in 2007 and I spent five to nine hours a day five to nine hours a day (laughs) while I was running a $50 million wine retail business because I wanted it. And instead of watching fucking Seinfeld at 8.30 at night, I had my phone next to me and kind of watched Thursday Night Football while I did it. And I replied to every single person in 2009 to 2011 that talked about wine in any shape or form. Headed to Napa, looked at their account. They live in Texas. My wine store can't even ship to Texas because of state laws and I would say, here are the three wineries that you should go check out, enter. You know why? Because when that person appreciated it, they told their sister that lived in New York, a place I could sell. Like, what pisses me off about referral-based industries that shit or don't take social media serious is social media is word of mouth on steroids. Next. Hi. Hey Gary, Melissa Puckett from Idaho. Nice to see you, Melissa. Nice to see you too. Um, In your opinion, well, we're trying to educate the up-and-coming people. Yes. The, the new generations that are going to be buying homes. Yes. Which is, of all of them, the best social media platform to reach out on to do education? Would it be TikTok? Yes. Okay. They're just, the attention of 18 to 35 that is on TikTok is profound. And then also, with the uh, podcast, how does one go about getting your ideas of guests on their new podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, girl, that's right. I I love the ask. Um, You know, weirdly, harder and easier than people think. Meaning, as someone who gets asked truly 100 times a day, um, 
99% or no, but it's super weird. I just say yes randomly all the time. You can go to YouTube right now, type in my name, sort by lowest view count, and you will see hundreds of podcasts that I've done that have no views because I at the time wasn't big enough, they didn't have a platform, so if you email me at Gary at any one of those companies, but Gary at VaynerMedia, Gary at VaynerX I think is easy to remember, um, I will absolutely take this. I love it. Thank you, George Berkeley. Uh, I mentioned back in uh, last February in Atlanta, and uh, 26 years as a mortgage broker, you know, dire conservative. I have a liberal millennial son that works for me, who's 31 years old. Yes. Was with me about six months, and I asked you, how do I uh, yes. a liberal? Yes. I remember this, brother. And you said, it's not about being red or blue, purple. And you were freaking spot on, bro. I went back, read your book, 12 and a half, got it on Audible. Dude. It was a game changer. And uh, I found out I struggled with kind candor and the book, it saved me a lot of Dr. Phil and Jerry Spurger time, but it's, uh, it's been a real game changer. And I would recommend anybody in the audience here to read that, it should be a must read, but uh, thank you. It's definitely made a, a difference in my business practice. That means so much to me, George. Thank you, sir. Thank you for doing that. Thank you so much. Hi. I'm quite well. The goat, let me start with you. You're amazing. I'm here for you. I'm super excited to watch you. Question, vulnerable question. Yes. I have a 14 year old daughter. Yes. Lives on Snap. Yep. Lives on Snap probably for us not to see. Yeah. yeah. So tell me how that plays in because you brought up Snap immediately and I have lots of rejection around it. So I'd love to well, snap. surrender. Yeah, so of course she's living on Snap because it disappears. But good news. We all lived on Snap growing up because these platforms didn't exist and our parents had no fucking clue what we were doing. Like, I love how parents are like, this is unacceptable. I'm like, how we all grew up? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, your mom was on the three-way call listening to you? Some, but it was hard to pull that off, right? So like this new concept that like we should be spying on our kids 24-7 is the actual issue, not that they're getting away from us. In the business, Snap has a platform called Spotlight okay. that is similar to these feeds. Okay. I, the reason I didn't bring it up a lot through here is I still think they're a step behind everything else. They're way further along than Be Real and, and there is opportunity, but I think back to the question earlier, if we're gonna try to reach 18 to 35 to start really building out our lead for the next decade, that's a TikTok, Instagram game right now where you're gonna get much more dividends against the time allocation. I needed that, thank you so you're much. You're welcome. Let me sneak one or two more in. Okay. Hi, darling. Hi. <laughs> I'm Fannie Mae West. And um, my problem is that I don't know much about social media. Okay. I don't even be on there. Email me. I'm on there. Yep. I have people manning my social media, but just how it all works, yep. I have no clue. That's right. And so I do videos, I do Fannie Financial. <laughs> tips and all that. Love. I'm not consistent. Yep. And with how to put it all together, how to make it work. Yep. The editing. And yep. Everybody looks so nice. And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm Fanny, you look nice. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm excited. I'm not. Well, because you're not taking it serious. Okay. Fanny, if I told you you're going to get 100 referrals from it, if you go five posts a day, every day, I have a funny feeling you'll be excited about it. Fanny wants to sell shit. 
It's not that I'm not excited about social media. I think watching me maybe is not so ah, trying to of course. You know, get the views and the watches and then. Yeah, you don't want to get into the rat hole, the insecurities that come along with all of it. Yeah, and the lighting and, and you know, for me, I don't want to look crazy. So <laughs> when you say you don't want to look crazy, do you mean like you want it to look good or you're worried that crazy shit's gonna come out of your mouth? Unfortunately, I don't wanna, um, I wanna make sure I look good when yep. I'm on camera yep. and then that I'm saying the right lights and lighting. I did one and it was so dark. I was like, ooh, this is so bad. Like, you know, I don't and what, Fanny? Somebody made fun of you? <laughs> What happened, Fanny? Your cousin called you and said you looked like shit and you couldn't breathe for an hour? Like, we have to get our self-esteem up. Fanny, like, I, listen, I, I respect when people want to look presentable and professional. Everybody gets to rock the way they want to. I'm aware that a lot of people feel uncomfortable if they wore a hoodie and a hat to a keynote presentation. That's appropriate. Or cursing. For a lot of people, that's not appropriate. I respect that. We all get to do it our way. I just want to get you into a place where you're not crippled by getting opportunity because you're worried about a nasty comment or not getting enough views. Because that's when we get into the, this is just wrapped, people have their self-esteem wrapped up in it. And then they start doing things that they don't even believe in. And it becomes a whole big game of insecurity. Most people are not posting because they fear people's opinion. Yes, that's right. Right? And so like, I don't want that for you. So like, just remember this, and I'll, because I've got to wrap up. I want everybody to hear this. Because this is something that a lot of people are dealing with in this room. If somebody takes the time of their day to come to your page and make you feel bad, you shouldn't feel bad for yourself. You should feel bad for them. That, that, That person is hurting. That person is hurting. That person's in such a bad place that the only way they can get a little relief is tearing someone else down for a microsecond of them being able to have relief of their own internal pain, never feel bad for you, feel bad for them. Love you. Thank you so much.